Welcome to the SMB Advertising Podcast, where our aim is to help 1 million small and medium-sized businesses to succeed with their advertising. My name is Mike Damanovich. I'm an Adline specialist, and I'm the host of this very special podcast. My aim is really to inspire, to educate, and help all of you that are listening to succeed with your advertising. So today we have a very special guest joining us. She uh, is a serial entrepreneur with extensive experience from building and scaling companies internationally. Uh, She founded her first company in 2015 uh, and has led global expansion for several companies in the Norwegian startup ecosystem over the last few years. Her passion is in helping Norwegian companies to succeed internationally and sees a huge untapped potential in our very product-oriented country. So I'm very, very happy to introduce you to Stina Norum, the VP of Commercial for Carbon Crusher. Welcome, Stina. Great to have you here today. Thank you so much. It's, it's great, great to be here. Great to meet you live and in person. I know. We have spoken <laughs> a lot in the past, During but never you. met yeah. in person. Right. So this is uh, such a great opportunity yeah. to, to finally meet up. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, I think actually we met back in 2020, middle of... Uh, yeah the corona times yeah so uh, yeah super nice to have you here um today we're going to talk about something that we're both uh, very uh, passionate about but also it's incredibly important for companies uh, and businesses out there so it's it's really the link between sales and marketing i'm gonna say it smarketing (laughs) Um, love it (laughs) i'm i'm all for it (laughs) but uh, more specifically you know how can we make these teams or these departments work uh, more aligned better together. So, Estina, what are some of the benefits of actually making these teams work together? Well, I mean, there's definitely a lot of benefits. And, and I think for, for me personally, I could talk about it for hours, but I'll try to, to talk about some of the things that we've discussed in the past, which I think are the main pointers. Mm. Uh, so, so number, number one is definitely how to warm up the leads for the sales teams. Yeah. Uh, and it's an incredibly important uh, task uh, of the marketing team. Um, typically, a salesperson just wants a bunch of deals uh, or a bunch of leads that are mm. already there. Uh, yeah. But then they kind of forget that, uh, well, if, if the lead is, is uh, as warm as possible, uh, the time from, from meeting to close will be a lot shorter. Exactly. So, so I definitely think that's one of the main pointers. If, if you have a really good marketing strategy and a, and a process and a flow that works that you need to, to send your leads through, you will actually be able to do a massive uh, marketing support for for the sales team. So that's mm. that's incredibly important. And then I also think from from a sales perspective, uh, uh, our teams are always out there, you know, speaking with the customers, actually knowing what what triggers them to to pushing the buy button. Mm. So how can you uh, then give the feedback back to the marketing team so that the communication out to the customers will be as good as possible? Mm. I think that correlation is really good as well. Uh, Sometimes uh, we see marketing teams that are more important or more they're talking more about you know building the brand and and maybe not in relates to like it doesn't really tap into the sales focus that we're that, that we really want to see so yeah. i think helping them into guiding them to understanding the customer personas better is really important 
And then once you have a big lead pool and you've spoken with customers, they are cold and you're kind of ready to let them go, hand them back over to the marketing team and make sure that they can warm them up and nurture them, have them come back into the flow. So mm. so there's several ways of, of working together, I think. Uh, and if they are uh, getting more and more aligned, it typically just uh, leads to better growth. Yeah, and um, what I like about what you said now is it's not just a, a sales uh, um, job, but it's both marketing and sales. So marketing can improve what they're doing to make things easier for sales and sales can improve their, what they're doing to improve things for marketing. And exactly. like you say, uh, uh, someone's not ready to buy now. Should we just let go of that lead? No. Sales can give it back to marketing and tell them why they're not ready or you know what the issue was. So then perhaps marketing can then follow up in a in a nicer way and more relevant way to that specific company or buyer. Absolutely, exactly. <laughs> Perfect, so I think that actually leads in really nice to our first uh, main question. Mm -hmm. uh, and so from your uh, experience now, what uh, would you say are the most common mistakes that the company are making um, when bridging that gap between marketing and sales? I would say maybe that they're not uh, aligned on the targets. So every company will, of course, have their main objectives, where they want to be in X amount of, uh, of years, and that, again, will, will lead to team-based objectives. Yeah. Uh, often <clears throat> marketing gets one and then sales gets one, and it doesn't, it doesn't work together. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the example where, you know, the marketing team has 400 qualified leads and then it doesn't yeah. make any sense to the to the sales team uh, but I think having having a main goal that they focus on together is definitely uh, a big solution to to the problem mm. uh, and then you can reverse engineer everything if you have one common uh, target you know how many sales meetings you need to uh, to have how many leads you need to yeah. have in your pool and then again what kind of marketing efforts are, do you need to do on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis to be able to reach those targets mm. in, in a few years? Yeah. I think just to add on to that, uh, we had this, I think it was back in 2020, actually. In the end of 2020, we, we launched a, um, an ebook that people could download. Yeah. And, of course, the, uh, the cost per download was really, really low, and <laughs> we had lots and lots of qualified leads. And uh, I, I, as a salesperson, thought, oh, okay, great. So I picked up my phone and I started to call. <laughs> and the first person didn't pick up. So, okay, it's fine. Second person, no answer. Third person, they answered. Oh, yeah, I've downloaded it, but I haven't read it. Mm. So, okay, that's fine. Uh, and then, you know, where do you go from there? Yeah. Um, the next person I called, um, they read it and they really liked it. But that didn't mean <laughs> that they wanted to buy my product. Exactly. Um, and they, uh, you know, lots of those leads didn't even have a company. They, you know, they weren't in our right audience. So yeah. marketing qualified leads, sales qualified leads is something very, very different. So having that, those, those goals and aligning those goals. So for example, uh, marketing needs to deliver so, so many leads. Yeah. Um, then it needs to, you need to work with sales because it doesn't help to have 400, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm, doing like this qualified <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what that's called um, when when for example the the lead is uh, uh, his name's Mike he lives in a foreign country and he uh, uh, his company is called Microsoft uh, mm. the, the likeness of actually selling to that person is just is zero so it's not 
Yeah. Uh, so that's a really, really good point. Yeah. And also, you know, qualified leads means, like you said, so many different things mm. to different people. And, and it's about making that correlation. And I mm. think your example is great because in some situations that ebook uh, might have been a qualified lead mm. uh, and, uh, and that would be only based on learning, right? Yeah. So you learned that time that you're not ready. Uh, mm. it's, it's, it's a lead, but it's not a qualified lead. Yeah. We need several steps in this process because before I want to even touch it. Exactly. Uh, and that's, uh, it's all about trying different things and not be consistent in, okay, I have the solution because we don't know. Marketing changes all the time and, and we get new ideas to, to how we can use it. And it's, I think it's just important that you keep on trying and figuring it out and then working together, as you said, on finding, yeah. you know, what does actually a qualified lead mean to yeah. us as a team and that's it's a key here for sure yeah amazing so um we've looked at then about mistakes common mistakes but then let's have a look at what companies can do to help their marketing and sales teams that collaborate more effectively obviously we've looked at the goals aligning yeah. the, the the goals but do you have any sort of tools or favorite tools that, that you could talk about that our yes. listeners would Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think I would say my favorite tool is HubSpot. Uh, it's almost a bit of a cliche now, mm. uh, but, but it's just because it works with everything else, yeah. which means that if one team has a preference of using a very specific marketing tool, you can still get your KPIs out from uh, using HubSpot. Mm. Uh, and it basically connects to everything these days, which means it's super easy for the marketing and the sales team yeah. to work together, regardless of which tools that they use on uh, on their different sides. So, mm. so to making the co collaboration as strong as possible, I I always put that as a baseline, uh, and uh, and I think it's it's helped tremendously. Mm. If you are a smaller company, how would you go about then um, looking, you know, getting started with bridging this gap? if you have, let's say, a, a limited budget or a small sales or a small marketing team? Yeah, so from my experience, I've always been in the in, in the little startup sphere in, here yeah. in Norway, and, and it's always been a limited budget, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that the key thing is to, to work with absolutely everything that you have. Uh, number one is, of course, the team, making sure that you have the right people, but you can't always afford it. So mm -hmm. I think it's all about not being too scared about trying new things. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to lead to uh, to a successful marketing campaign, uh, but what I typically would recommend doing is just start trying different uh, different wordings, uh, mm. di different uh, selling points, value propositions that you know the customers uh, can relate to. Mm. Maybe even start almost by not spending money on it, but start mm. trying to see uh, what works, and if you get. Uh, a little bit of a hit then you can you can focus on that and start spending your money in that direction mm. or you start spending a little bit and you test it's a typical you know yeah. a b testing to see what actually works and yeah. uh, that's that's been very beneficial uh, i think for us and then uh, i'm it's it's always uh, it's this thing we are now currently looking for uh, a marketing uh, person for carbon crusher because we have been quite sales orientated from from the start and we're now seeing that we have so much information we want to get it out there mm. uh, so we are looking for that one person uh, that can be able to uh, to to mm. I mean get our message across yeah. uh, and and yeah so that's yeah. Um, 
two of the main things I'd say. For us, it's always been about making our own marketing as well, not yeah. just be on the phone and on uh, on emails. Of course, we do that as well. But yeah. how can you build a brand as someone who wants to share your knowledge to the to the customers? Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, using social media as, as a great tool, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. being out there, uh, focusing on building yourself as someone who wants to to build knowledge on the topic. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, and I think for for my my own part as well, um, th things like LinkedIn, like you mentioned, Twitter as well. But uh, creating content to show that actually, do you know what? I actually know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm selling because I'm an expert in that field. Yes. Um, so creating content and putting it on LinkedIn, you will find as a salesperson if you call somebody and you have you manage to get through to them and they you manage to pique their interest, of, uh, then most likely they will go to Google, then they'll go to LinkedIn and they will look you up. And if they say, okay, well, this, guy, this guy is actually posting a lot, he's uh, helped this company and he's, this is also a customer testimonial and he's, uh, really, he's really interested in this topic, this is someone that can actually help me with that, your hit rate is actually gonna get a lot better in terms yes. of just booking meetings and uh, closing that, that, those deals. Absolutely. Um, and you're even tapping into their network. Exactly, so yeah. when you get them engaged, maybe they like, maybe they comment, yeah. and then you actually have the ball rolling yeah. there. Uh, it's, a, it's an old word of mouth uh, yeah. kind of thing going on uh, in our newer, newer age. No, I, I love that example. I think that's, uh, it's, a, it's a really, really good one. Yeah, I, I will also just say then uh, in one of my, my previous jobs, there were, there were salespeople that were calling you thousands of times a week. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, soul crushing, <laughs> to say the least. Um, uh, and I found that I could actually reduce the amount of cold calls and cold emails that I was sending because when I was sending them, uh, people were going to my LinkedIn. And I saw that they were coming to my LinkedIn. Yeah. And because I was posting regularly, yeah. Then they were like, okay, do you know what? Let's give this guy a chance. We'll, we'll we'll talk to him. And then when they're in the meeting, that's the, that's the most fun for salespeople. Yeah, they're in the meeting. Then we've got them, and we we we've got them where we want them. Absolutely. And then it's just about closing that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, perfect. Okay, well, uh, Stina, thank you so much for coming in and talking about that. I think it's incredibly evident that sales and marketing working more aligned, bridging that gap. Sales helping marketing, marketing helping sales, is going to help to grow any company. Uh, it's going to help to increase the sales and uh, I think it would probably also alleviate that stress and that st stress and that sort of um, I think sometimes there's a sort of a, a relationship between sales and marketing it's a bit sort of strenuous mm. uh, I think it would also help to alleviate that so just uh, aligning your goals working together it, giving that information back and forth communicating together mm. and if you're a salesperson li listening now don't be afraid to start to create content and share content on, for example, LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Absolutely. Perfect. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing your, your insights. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a real great. pleasure. Yes. Um, so uh, great. Thank you also everyone that has been listening and viewing today. Um, we're going to be linking to, to Stina's LinkedIn and also to Carbon Crusher. Perfect. So if, uh, if you have any further questions, I'm sure that they can reach and find, find you there. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for following along and see you next time.